0: Welcome to Career Chats
1: with Natalie and Jack.
0: Hi everyone, this is Jack and we've got Natalie here. We are so excited. This is our first time trying out a podcast. Uh, in this podcast, we're, we're looking to, to share kind of career tips and advice, but also have a lot of fun doing this as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of different learning styles as well, right? The traditional... career services offerings would be that you would come and meet with a career coach and talk about your resume and talk about job searching but there's also a lot of topics that um, in this very quick pace changing and business industry there's also a lot of topics that are new uh, for people to be learning about outside of just resumes and cover letters and interviews you know a lot of what we really encourage students to think about are those softer skills that are just as important, right, as those technical skills or functional skills. So this is a really great opportunity for us to reach multiple students and maybe be able to talk about some of these more softer skills that may not be covered in a coaching appointment or, a, you know, 50-minute workshop.
0: But the other thing is we want to have some fun, right? (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, just on that note of having fun, you know, I think it's important in no matter what you do, right? No matter what career you go into. Yes, it's important that you focus on the job and get the work done. But I think what makes it fun for people to, or makes people motivated to continue to come back to work is that you do have an aspect of fun in your job, right? So I really encourage students to be Thinking about that right now during school, you know, yes, school sometimes can be daunting and it's a lot of work, but like, how can you also have fun with, in your class or with your classmates, in your team projects? Um, This aspect of fun is something that I don't think we emphasize enough of, you need to have a good balance when you're talking about work-life balance or or just balance in your work. So yeah, I mean, something that's been really fun for me this year um, that just I recently did was I went to Japan. For vacation, I took about two weeks uh, of vacation right after that really fall, that really busy fall quarter of all the workshops we did, the networking events, career fairs, all of that stuff. And it was just a really good time to take a break for myself. Again, something also very important when you're thinking about, you know. When you're, when you're really busy in life and maybe you're trying to reach a really big goal, like it's good to be focused on that goal, but it's also important that you give yourself some time to relax and do something fun for yourself. So Japan was great. Uh, Japan has, I visited Japan before, but it was when I was much younger and I went with my parents. And so it was more of their trip and I tagged along. So this was the first time I got to go and really lead the trip and do what I wanted to do. And I went with my fiance who was his first time going to Japan and i would say the highlight of our trip was uh seeing mount fuji it's just an amazing amazing mountain and it was just so magical to be a part of um, that experience with my fiance as well to have him see that it was something he you know on his bucket list he's always wanted to see mount fuji but how about you it sounds like you have done something pretty impressive this year
0: a lot of things happened this year one thing is we had our third child that is my wife did she did all the work <laughs> 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 and then um, We, uh, of course, I I quit Amazon and and joined Foster, uh, which, um, you know, of course has been a highlight and and awesome. But, you know, in in the context of kind of career-related stuff, I I was thinking about it last night. One thing is, so at our house, we have like an upper deck and a lower deck. And on our lower deck, uh, there's been this hot tub that came with the house and we we hardly ever used it. It was just taking up space, and it would always break down. This year, it finally during the summer it broke down. We said, okay, if we got rid of the hot tub, and then put in like a spiral staircase going down from the upper deck to the lower deck, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it would really make our outdoor space be much more usable. It really open it up for for guests and stuff. Initially, we we're like, oh, okay, maybe we'll do that sometime in the next ten years. Mm-hmm. And then the more we thought about it, we are like, why not now? Because I was taking the summer off. Mm -hmm. Once we started thinking about, okay, what will it take? So I needed to hire someone to to take out the hot tub. And then I needed to work with a friend to kind of replace that hole with, uh, with nude planks. And then find a company that would install a spiral staircase. And then once I broke it down, I realized, in fact, instead of waiting 10 years we could actually do it this summer. But, you know, I, I felt like this was somewhat related to, uh, you know, talking about a career search because trying to find a job or managing your career can seem daunting. And you're like, okay, I have told June I have all these things to do. But then if you if you try to break it down to the different pieces...
1: And smaller steps. in
0: smaller steps, mm-hmm. I, I think... You'd be amazed at how, okay, working with us, your career coaches, you might be able to come up with a plan uh, for your for, for finding a job. And if you have already have a job, kind of figure out what your next step for your career is because mm-hmm. that's something everyone could be working on.
1: Yeah. So, Jack, we're in 2019 now. So, January 2019, which this is a, a busy time for our students, again, with class, with winter quarter starting, but also coming close to the job search process to start applying for jobs. Something that I think we first need to acknowledge is that that job searching process can be a lot of work, or is a lot of work, and is considered sometimes like a second job. I think it's important first for students to just take a deep breath and just realize that it's going to be okay.
0: Right. And I I think we can say it's going to be okay, not just for the sake of saying that, but we're seeing from our outcome surveys from last year's class, but in previous classes that the majority of our students are able to find jobs and find jobs in the U.S.
1: Yeah, and it was interesting looking at the outcome survey from last year, too, that most of our most of the students were receiving their offers, not necessarily in January, February, but more in the early spring quarter timeframe from that March all the way to, you know, June, July. So it's not like students are behind right now if they don't have a job or if they don't really know where they want to be. It's, it, it's, it, it's one of those things where you have to trust the process that right. things will work out.
0: Yeah, and I think we're, we want our students to feel like you're, you're never in it by yourself. You know, you could come see us at any time. You don't have to be prepared to come see us. You can just come in to chat or, you know, if you're just feeling stuck. And then, of course, um, you could also work with some other students, maybe having like an accountability partner. But there are different ways to make sure you don't feel like you're alone by yourself.
1: Yeah. Going back to when you were talking about your staircase, you were talking about how looking at this very big goal how do you reach it and it's what's helpful is breaking it down step by step and taking small steps so whether you know students can figure that out what those steps are that's great if they can do that but we're also a resource it's some, I mean that's why we're here is to work with students on identifying what is that end goal for when you graduate and let's start from step 1 and break it down piece by piece so it's a little bit easier and less overwhelming to take that first step again to your staircase story of it sounded like you needed to just start the project right in order to give you some momentum yeah to move it forward because if you don't start something then you can always just say put it off you know put it off for you know next year or in two years or in 10 years but once you start a project uh you're more likely to take action
0: yeah, I think once we figured out that we found someone to get to get rid of the hot tub, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was a big deal because then we had the hole in the ground. Where we're like, okay, we, we can get moving on this. Mm-hmm. And then maybe even before that, though, we, we could almost picture in our heads a vision of what it would look like to have the staircase coming down mm-hmm. and then being able to host uh, friends in our, our backyard, um, our, our lower patio, so I, I think, um, Natalie, you mentioned to me about, like, maybe working backwards, right, from an end state. Do you want to talk to our students about that?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's just thinking about, you know, starting with your end goal, but um, thinking about what are those steps that you need to take, you know, the one step before that end goal and then just keep working backwards, but putting it into an organized plan and then also keeping track of all the different activity that you're doing in your job search process. Obviously like there's going to be a lot of activity going on within your job search process, but, um, like might be, you know, searching for that specific job with that company might be doing research on that company. And then as you're, maybe you're reaching out to a professional at that company, or maybe you're applying for it. So there's a lot of different stages of the job search process for each, job that you're interested in and so what i find helpful not just for students but i've done it myself is keeping track of the job search activities in some type of spreadsheet or organized manner so that you can come back to it kind of going back to that accountability uh, partner is like keeping yourself accountable and maybe doing a check-in each week of identifying one or two things that you want to accomplish that will help you move forward in reaching your, um, your end goal in your job search process and um, checking it off, checking it off that list. I'm a big fan of checking off to-dos on my list. So um, that might be something that's helpful for students is keeping track, a log of all the different activities um, of the job search process.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I, and I think related to that, what I've been telling students in our sessions is, If you feel like you don't know where to start in coming up with that list you know maybe just start small of thinking about what your plan A is what are like your three to five dream roles or dream companies and identify those and say that's your plan A and then after that then you've got your plan B you would still want to work at these companies or these roles but maybe they come after your plan A and then your plan C is I'm getting desperate if I don't Find a job now. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm going to have a panic attack. But hopefully, you won't have to get to that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think having that plan A, B, and C, along with Natalie's recommendation of having a list of things, so that you're you're tracking. Have I talked to to this employer? Have I reached out to uh, enough people to to network with? Mm-hmm. Will keep you organized.
1: Yeah. And I think it's important to understand that each student is at a different phase in their job search process, right? I think we'll, right now we've been talking about as if every student knows what job they want to pursue, and they may not be there yet. And, and, and I would encourage any student, no matter where you are in that fa- um, job search searching phase, to know that you're not in this alone. I think we've mentioned it again, but I, I want to you know emphasize again that if you're not sure where to start or if you're not sure where or what type of jobs you want to go for, what companies you want to work for, reach out to one of Jack or I uh, for a career coaching appointment. Um, we're happy to sit down and really get to know you and what your interests are, what your career you know goals are, and help you break it down if that's something that's not. Maybe that doesn't come naturally to you, breaking down into steps, uh, but that's what we're here for. So this concludes our first podcast uh, that Jack and I are trialing out. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this first podcast. I look forward to recording more with Jack, but it's something that we definitely want to hear feedback from you guys as well of like what topics would you like to hear? What did you like about it? What did you not like about it? Maybe you don't like to hear about me and Jack's <laughs> stories about our lives and more of just like focus on career. So please feel free to give us that feedback feedback moving forward as we think about we talk about you know learning and developing in your career obviously this podcast is one opportunity but we're also super excited about our upcoming workshop that Jack and I are leading which is uh focus on storytelling so it's called storytelling for your career be more memorable so it's Ultimately, a two-part series session focused on how do you use storytelling in your career to make you a more effective communicator. So that will be on January 9th and 16th from 5 to 5.50 p.m., On in PACR 192, which is the Shansby Auditorium. Uh, Please visit the event on Handshake and RSVP so we can get a sense of how many students are attending. We are really excited about it. One, because uh, Jack and I have spent a lot of time putting it together, but also we think that storytelling is one of those, again, soft skills that um, you don't necessarily learn... You know, in school, in your classes, but is something that can really elevate your career uh, moving forward.
0: Yeah. Absolutely agree with Natalie here. I'm I'm super excited, especially from my experience working in the, um, you know, working at companies, uh, Natalie and I both felt that storytelling is something that's been vital at the workplace. So excited to share with you what we've learned uh, as well as sharing our own stories uh, in these sessions. All right, talk to you guys later. Bye.